All right, we're just wondering about this one aspect of the throne speech where uh, it was stressed that the police are going to get more support from this particular government, that of Doug Ford. As a matter of fact, he's already uh, signaled that in another way by postponing the implementation of something called the Ontario Special Investigations Unit Act, which was oversight of the police. And uh, this was rescinded. The Liberals had brought that in, I guess, late in their mandate. So uh, it also suggests when he says you can count on your government to respect the men and women of Ontario's police services by freeing them from onerous restrictions that treat those in uniform as subjects of suspicion and scorn and ensuring they have the tools, support and resources they need to enforce the law and protect innocent families from the menace of drug, gun and gang related violence. So that's to a lot of minds code for coming back to uh, bringing carding back. Uh, perhaps uh, perhaps the uh, Tavis gun and gang or anti-gun and gang squad uh, profiling. Although I would think that it's such a politically sensitive thing, uh, they may wrap it up in a new package. And this is where the chief, you know, when he's talked about uh, mechanisms here in the context of Toronto itself, and uh, as I just played the clip, you know, he says that uh, there's been an intelligence vacuum left when carding was discontinued that needs to be filled by something else that's the curiosity the big question mark what is that something else but it's intelligence at ground level now i've heard from the head of the association in the number of times he's been with us he talks about more proactive community policing that requires more resources i.e manpower and uh while the mayor has promised 200 more officers that alone may not be enough now you've got this new initiative with tory and uh, the police chief, that's about $15 million earmarked for, for communities, at-risk communities, as well as uh, putting more officers on the streets between 7 p.m. and 3 in the morning in the troubled spots, which I guess means the entertainment district and certain at-risk neighborhoods. But let's get back to the core question, whether or not you think this is, again, if it's code for carding and Tavis, are you good with that or no? Steve, I'm starting with you. Good afternoon. Hey, how you doing, John? Very good, thank you. It's a great day in Toronto to avoid the CN Tower. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah. I don't think so, buddy. I think I'm just going to hang out in uh, the Thorncliffe area and watch from afar. All right. Anyways, I've always been a poster child of uh, civil liberties, right to freedoms and privacy, John. I've called your show many times. But you know what? Ever since this uh, shooting uh, in this schoolyard, in this playground, I look at my three-and-a-half-year-old son, and it's almost like something has changed in me. I've had bad experiences with being carded, um, just the way that the cops ask you and they continue to try to get your ID out of your pocket back in the day. But you know what? This time around, I might uh, I might just cooperate for the better good just to see if we can't get this under control. Just do it, Just I guess just trying to do my part. All right. So you're willing to cede some of your privacy or liberties because you think that's the trade-off that's worthwhile. I think it is. You know what? Again, I look at my three-and-a-half-year-old son, and I just things just cringe inside of me. If he hadn't been in that playground, John, I'd still be on the street looking for these guys. So I can only imagine what these parents are going through, having gone through that. And you know what? If I can help in just the smallest way by putting aside my staunch belief in privacy and, and giving a cop a, a driver's license, you know what? I think I'm going to do that. So carding, if it's not confrontational or adversarial, if it's massaged the right way, you could live with it. I think I can, John. I appreciate your call very much, Steve. Thank you for it. Here's Mike in Scarborough. Go ahead, Mike. You're on the Oakley Show. Yeah, how's it going, buddy? Very good, thanks. 
Excellent. So if you're not going to the Foo Fighters concert, I take it? <laughs> I'm staying put. I'm actually hoping I can work the midnight shift. You're so boring, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, live, live a little dangerously, right? That's right. Uh, dangerous the concert or, or or the drive down there. But mm. um, I, don't, I don't understand who invented this word carding. I thought it was the police's job to look at suspicious people and uh, say, hey, what's going on, buddy? In Clearwater, there's a cop presence on the beaches area, right? There's you can't even loiter for five seconds without a cop saying, hey, get lost. If you don't belong here, go home or get a job or do something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a very safe neighborhood, very popular. I don't understand why some people in our community have to be treated special because they're going to feel stressed out about being carded. I've well, is there that. another way? Is there another way of approaching somebody uh, which doesn't? Well, John, 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 we're tiptoeing around the subject. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are. <clears throat> if you're driving around in a fifty thousand dollars used Mercedes, listening to prison music at eleven <laughs> o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you're not in that car. You haven't purchased that car mm. with cutting grass and shoveling <laughs> snow in the winter time. Mm. So that's what the cops are talking about, and we've been tiptoeing around the subject forever. It's much like the two Keswick kids in a brand new Silverado at 11 p.m. during the day. Mm. They're going to get pulled over as well. All right, and so it's profiling. It's profiling. By the way, uh, prison music is that a new genre at the Grammys this year? That's you know that hardcore rap that yeah, prisoners I, I listen. That's what I call it. Okay, uh, uh, sorry. No, no, don't don't apologize to me. We're just uh, having some fun. I'd not heard that term before, but thanks for it. You know, I remember what Chris Rock said as a very young comedian. He said, I hate the fact that I was born a suspect, <laughs> you know, but this is part of the problem. And uh, if you've got a way of massaging things so it doesn't look like one group is being picked on inordinately, and yet, you know, you've got to wince every time there's a, a picture of a, an APB out for somebody, they're looking, you know, it almost seems like there's an inevitable default on uh, certain types of gun and gang activity. That's the truth. That's the reality. And so the police, I guess, responding to that. So uh, we're living in this Kafkaesque kind of other world where we're saying, no, uh, we can't be doing this. It doesn't work. So is it anyone and everyone that kind of doesn't look like they belong? Is that enough? Is that adequate? Because, you know, uh, there may be occasions where... Well, hell, I guess they have been cited. That was that famous Obama case with the uh, Harvard professor who came back from vacation, couldn't get into his house, so he asked a neighbor, and then somebody reported the fact uh, two black dudes breaking into a house, and that set off a firestorm of, again, profiling. And where it was inappropriate, it turned out to be, but it was some well-intentioned Mrs. Kravitz, a neighborhood watch kind of a woman who decided to drop the dime on them. All right, but uh, if this is where the Ford government is going, because, well, you can read into it, uh, they're suggesting they're going to give the police the support, resources, and tools. Some are saying, yeah, they're going back to Tavis and Carding. How do you feel about that, Alan Berry? Hi, Joan. Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's time to go back to paying attention and listening to the street-level, upfront coppers. And let's not waste any more of our time listening to these community cop cop haters and these other political, you know, or they're listening to coppers that are riding a desk their whole career and never been on the front line. It's time to listen to the front line guys. And let's not forget, with carding, you talk to a lot of coppers. They were able to find out the 80 or 90% of the kids that weren't doing anything wrong. Just kids playing basketball. Hey, officer, how are you today? Now kids are telling the cops to F off. Little kids. It's not. It's, it's gone way too far one direction. I think they've got to get back to... Uh, what Mr. Saunders is talking about. They've got to have some form of intelligence gathering. 
Yeah, because I'm not sure that, uh, well, Mr. Saunders is in favor of carding. In fact, he's been on the record as saying not, but he's talking about other mechanisms. And he says that carding has left an intelligence vacuum that needs to be filled by something else. Well, anybody got a suggestion? If there's another way of massaging contact and not retaining information, because you see, in the retention of the information, when some bad people show up on the crime blotter, you know that line, known to police? Well, this is how they're known to police, because the police had contact and took down some information. At the very least. Or they've got a rap sheet. But if he's got a mechanism in mind, I don't know what it is. And, uh, but the Ford government has signaled early that they're going to uh, be very serious about empowering the police in some way, shape, or form. Now, uh, carding may be passe, or they're not going to allow for that because it's been derided, dismissed, and overly criticized and discredited, I guess. But the Tavis Squad, I don't think that there's any problem with that. I mean, it made perfect sense. You've got an anti, a specific unit geared toward anti-gun uh, gang-related violence. Seems like a perfectly logical return to the future, or uh, back to the future kind of a thing. There's your mechanism, Mr. Uh, Chief Saunders. All right, we're going to get around to talking about some other promises uh, that have been made by the government because they want to reduce the rates of hydro, and uh, we've also seen that the CEO retired yesterday along with the board, although the hidden gem in that is he's going to walk away with about $9 million, according to a report today in the Globe and Mail, because he's got stock options and other things uh, available to people in those high offices, but uh, there's another question of whether or not uh, ratepayers will get legitimate relief. Is it going to be a lot of, you know, sleight-of-hand accounting, that kind of thing that we saw under the Liberal government? How's Ford best to address this file? Tom Adams is going to join us next, Independent Energy and Environmental Advisor, right here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.